0: Today's daf is Nedarim daf Bez, and we have the Hashem in the beginning of a new mesecta, mesectes Nedarim. Today's daf is being learned le'iluy nishmas Chayim Melazor Ben Yebodl Chayim Reb Shimshon and le'iluy nishmas Reb Simcha Ben Meir. Today's is also being learned as a s'chus rufush shalom for Schari Shalom Ben Bacheva Simcha and for Moshe Abba Ben Devorah. So mesectes Nedarim, as its name suggests. Deals with the laws of nedarim. So, what exactly is a Neder? Loosely translated, a Neder is a promise. But the truth is, it's a gross oversimplification of what a Neder really is. Okay, so what is a Neder? A Neder, from a halachic perspective, is when a person takes something that is mutter and says that I want this thing. To be Asa. A person has an ability to do that, and when he does that, that thing will become Asa. Now just to give it a little bit more context, one of the Chidushim in the Torah is that a person has an ability, with his pet, with his Kaya Adibor, to create reality. A person can make something hektish. Think of the significance. You have something, it's shulin. Any person that wants can have anah from it. You're makdish it. All of a sudden, it gets kedusha. All of a sudden, it becomes asibah All of a sudden, you're allowed to bring it into the azara. You can use it to serve Hashem. A person with his mouth can be macabre naziris. A nazir has a very special parish in the dairah. He can't eat and drink certain things. He can't cut his hair. He's not allowed to enter a base. Akvaris, how does somebody become a nazir? By saying two words. Hareini nazir. A person can make a shvua. A person that makes a shvua is now going to be bound by whatever it is that shvua was. A person could also make a nather, Meaning, a person has the ability with his koyach adibor to go and create uh, Mitzias that without him having said what he said would not have existed. Now, just to explain it a little bit better, the Torah assert several things. Meaning, a person's not to eat Chazer, A person's not allowed to eat nevela. A person's not to eat Reifa, A person can't eat bas There are many things that are quote unquote dvarim asurim. Some things he can eat. Some things he can't benefit from. But most things a person is allowed to have a nod from. The Torah gave a Yid, a special Koyach, where he has the ability, if he chooses to do so, for whatever reason, to make that item into a Dover or Aser. Mesech deals with this concept of neder, this idea that a person has the ability to take something that's mutter and make it asr. So what would be a classic example of a neder? A person has a piece of meat, you're allowed right to eat meat, it's glot kosher, but the person says that I want this piece of meat to be asr. By simply saying that, the meat is now going to become oser. That's the concept of a neder. Now, it's just at the onset of the masach to, to explain a little bit a nuance that's going to come up again and again. And that is, so the word neder means sort of to promise, but we gave it a more nuanced definition. The word shvua means to swear, which in English is very similar to promising. It too has a nuanced definition. And it's k'day to really deher, the chilik between a neder and a shvua as it's a theme that's going to come up in today's daf and really throughout the entire Masechro. The Gemara on on, on Ahmed Bey's says that there's a chilik between a nether and a shvua, in that a nether is isr chefza, a shvua is isr gavra. What does that mean? When a person makes a nether, he's saying that something that's mutter should be osser. The chefza now becomes osser even though really it should be mutter, but to you, being that you said you wanted to be asr, the chefza is now going to become asr. The Gemara calls it isr chefza. When a person makes a shvur, there's nothing being chal on a chefza. A shvur would be a person says, I swear I'm going to eat meat. Or, I swear, Shvu'a O'ichal Basar. I'm not going to eat meat. The Shvu'a bounds the Gavra. And the Shvu'a says that if you swore you're going to do something, or if you swore that you're not going to do something, you have to do the thing you swore you were going to do, and you can't do the thing that you swore you were not going to do. So the Shvu'a is going to bound the person by what it is he said. However, nothing's Chalan the Chevze. Everything that's chal Is chal in the gavra So if a person makes a neder on a piece of meat He can't eat the meat If a person makes a shvua on a piece of meat That he won't eat it He can't eat the piece of meat But it's not the same thing A neder that I'm not going to eat a piece of meat Would mean that the piece of meat itself Now becomes a dover oser It becomes a cheftza shalisser Nevelah, trefa bas vicholof if a person swears a person makes a shvu'ah that he's not going to eat meat nothing happens to the meat you the gavra are now bound by an isser that you're not allowed to eat meat not nevei latreifah but it would be comparable to Yom Kippur for example where there's an isser for a person to eat it's not the pshat that all the food in your house on Yom Kippur suddenly becomes non-kosher the gavra has an isser he's bound by the laws of Yom Kippur and as a result you're not allowed to eat the meat so Neder and Shvu'ah, you can see, are very, very similar in many situations. But from a fundamental Chaloy's perspective, they're very different. Neder is what we know as Isser Chavtso. Shvu'ah is what we know as Isser Gavr. Okay, so a person has the ability to make a Neder. Now what? So a person made a Neder that this piece of meat should be also. Now let it eat the piece of meat. What exactly is the Isser? So the truth is, the Torah talks about the Isser of Nedarim in two places. The Torah talks about it in Parsha's Matos and the Torah talks about it again in Mishnah Torah in Parsha's Kisei tse. In Parsha's Matos the Torah says Ishki yidar neder a person that's going to make a nether, oy or he's going to make a shvua lesser isser al to make something aser number one lo yachel devaroi number two kechala yoytze mipiv yaasa lo yachel means that you're not allowed to make your words if you said that this is something that you are going to do if you said that this some meat is going to be also. Awesome. You have to treat it like it's also. Awesome. Treat it like it's also awesome means you're not allowed to eat it. So there's a in the Torah of Additionally, That's a mitzvah sase. You have a proactive obligation to go and right now make sure that you're going to observe the nether that you made. In Parshiski Ki the Torah again talks about Nadarim and says A person has to heed. He has to watch what comes out of his mouth, So again, two is related to the fact that a person has to make sure that he observes his nidara. Now the word tishmar, is a word that means loisase. There are certain words that mean loisase. Loy, al, ishamer, and pen. So moitzes vasecha tishmar vosiso at first glance sounds like is a loisase. And then you have vosiso, kashenodarto, la shamele kechenodov, ashadi vartabetficho, which is another asse. So if you tally it up, there's the loisase of Loyakh devoroy, right? there's the ase of kachola yoizimi pivyase, you have moitzes vasecha tishmar vosiso, which sounds a little bit like a loisase, kashenodarto, la shamele kechenodov. Depending on how you read the passage sounds like there might be an assay as well. So, not only is the PARSHA of the dorm a PARSHA of a loisa assay and an assay, could be this multiple loisa assays, multiple assays. THE SUGIES OF SAY. We know assays Assays The PARSHA of at first glance would be a PARSHA that would involve multiple loisa assays and assays. Now, because the parish of Nedarim involves so many Isurim, it's for that reason one of the themes of Masachatist Nedarim is going to be that it's very, very chomer for a person to violate an Isra. In fact, Chazal said things that are hard to say out of your mouth with regards to the Avera and the Oynish that a person gets for violating the Yisra In fact, the Gemara says in many different places that the tzaddikim, the upkehitina mansion would stay very, very far away from ever making nedarim. Lashon Mishnah coming up later in the parrach. Rishon. The Rishonim literally. mamish the evildoers. These were the ones that used to make Nadarim. But people that were Shomir Torah and Mitzvahs, they would not, not make Nadarim. Why not? There's nothing wrong with making a nether per se. However, if you're going to go make a nether, now suddenly you're bound with multiple isurim You're taking upon yourself extra credit. It's very, very nice. There's maybe some Frumkite involved. Siyog Precious is Nadarim, but at the same time, you have to really, really be holding by it. And at the end of the day, Chazal looked down upon people that made Nadarim. Obviously, there's a much longer schmooze. Yaakov, Avinu, made a nether by Yider Yaakov, Lamar. David said, so obviously there has to be exceptions to this rule. But generally speaking, it's without question, the whole concept of Nadarim, even though a person has a right to make a nether, and there's nothing wrong with making the nether, there's something wrong with violating and not observing the nether, but at the same time, this concept of Nadarim was something that was very much looked down upon by Chaza. What happens if a person makes a nether? Is he stuck and bound by this nether for the rest of his life? Does it have an expiration date? So, for example, Naziris, we know stam is There's no Allah stam is yang. A person makes a nether, the nether is going to be in effect forever. So is there any way for him to get out of his nether? So we all know the answer. There's two ways for a person to make a nether and not be bound by his nether. One is hafaru, and the other one is hatara. What's that for? So that's a parish in the Torah. It's parish Matos, where the Torah says that a married woman that makes a nether, her husband has a right to be made for the nether. It's one of the schusam that a husband has in his wife, and he has the right, if he wants, to be made for, to repeal this nether, that the nether is not going to be a nether. Additionally, a girl that's not yet a bagaris. if she would make another, her father has the ability to be made for another. There's also a parish of the Naira Murasa, which is one of the Malamdashi Prakim. Not just in Mesach the Siddharam, but in Shaz. It's at the end of the Mesach where the Gemara talks about a Naira Murasa, where the halach is, Bailava Aviah, with a Shutfis, Mefir Nidara. But either way, there is a Mahalach for someone to make a nether, and this person will not be bound by the nether. That's the parsha of Hafarah. There's another way, and that is the parsha of Hatara. So a person makes a nether and then he regrets the nether. So there is this concept of sitting in front of either a Chacham or a Gimel Hediotis. We're all familiar with the Nusach. We say it every Erev Rosh Hashanah. And then at the end, Mutolach, 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 and any nether that you made, you're no longer going to be bound by. So there's really two ways to do it. There's hatara and there's HaTarah. Throughout the Sachtas and the Darum, what we're going to see is that there's a fundamental difference between how a Baal is made for the nether of his wife versus how a Chacham is matr, the nether that somebody makes. When a baal is made for a nether, he removes the nether, mikanulahaba. So as long as the nether was there, the nether was there. However, mikanulahaba, moving forward, the nether is no longer going to be there. When a chacham is matter a nether, he doesn't do it mikanulahaba, but rather he's oikr the nether, the He makes it as if this person had never made the nether. So in Lumdis, very, very different. Hafara is mikanulahaba, as opposed to hatara is something that works l'mafreya. The olamdoms say that Hatara doesn't just work l'mafreya, it works mikanu l'aba l'mafreya. Just like Rabbi Chaim said that Mion, which is oiker, ishos l'mafreya, but it's mikanu l'aba l'mafreya. So in the same vein, Hatara has nedaren, this is already for the grace of London. It's something that's oiker than neder lamafreya, but not mamish la freya. It's mikanu la habal lamafreya. Just an interesting observation. Ten lochach on the yech pun intended. And that is that the parsha of Aphorus is mentioned in the Torah. It's a parshas matos. In fact, it's a very, very lengthy parsha in the Torah. From the beginning of parshas matos until Sheini, 17 sukim. So you have the Psoche ha'tyra. That talk about the parish of aforas nadarim. The parish of atoras nadarim is not mentioned in the Torah. Not only is it not mentioned in the Torah, the Mishnah says in Khagiga Da'af Yoram Adalev that hetin nedarim porchin ba'aver. The emla hem yismuchu. It's one of the most mechudish the in the Torah because it's literally it's porchin ba'aver. It's floating in the air. The emla hem yismuchu. The kamakumas and in the shtabru the svarim all talk about what does this mean porchin ba'aver? It's You sort of get the sense of what the Mishnah is trying to say, but the words probably have a peerish and there's different pshatim, but there's something very, very unique about Hattaras Nedarim. so the parish of HaFar uh, is a mikra moe in the Torah it's posig after posig after Pasik. it's literally very, very wordy the parish of Hatoras Nedarim is written so it could be it's the most beremiza thing of parish in the whole Torah just a little bit of food for thought so now, the next question is, how do you make a nether? So we understand the concept of a nether, but how do you make a nether? And the truth is, how you make a nether is really the topic of the first part of the and and disproportionately, the Lumbus of the and very much focuses on this question, how exactly do you make a nether? What's the short answer? There's two ways to make a nether. One way is to say, very, very simple, a person wants to make a neder, he wants to say that this piece of meat that he was just served, he's not going to eat. So instead of saying, no, thank you, I appreciate it, I'll pass, he says it in a dramatic way. He says, kreze, oser alai. He says, this piece of meat is also. Okay? Okay? And as a result, this piece of meat is going to be osser. You said you want the piece of meat to be osser. This piece of meat is going to be osser. There's another way to do it. And apparently this was very popular back in the day. And that is a person would say not that this piece of meat should be osser. Never says the word osser out of his mouth. But what he says is that this piece of meat should be like a carbon. You want me to eat this meat? This meat to me is like a carbon. What does he mean? A carbon is awesome. You know, let have an off from a carbon. By you saying that you want this piece of meat to be like a carbon, essentially what you're saying is that this piece of meat should be awesome. When a person makes a nether, not by saying that I want this piece of meat to be awesome," but by saying I want this piece of meat to be like a carbon or something else that's awesome he has made a nether using the medium that we know as Hatfasa. Hatfasa is that he's Matfas. He takes a Dover mutter and he stalls it too. He compares it to something else that's Asr. A person can make a nether by simply saying that this thing is Asr. A person can make a nether through the medium of Hatfasa. There's a big discussion in the Rishonim the ran right here in the beginning of Masachtas in the, Doran, the ran and the second parak of and this is really a major major shmooze you learn the Doran in yeshiva you hear many many shirum on this noise. and that is what's the ichor way to make an edder apparently there's an ichor way to make a nether and then there's all the secondary ways of making a nether. And the question is was the primary nusr of making a nether. You're going to make a nether and you're going to do it ma'ajun, mina mahajun, You're going to get it 100% perfectly right. What would be the ichor way to make the nether? Is the ichor way to make the nether to say that this piece of meat is asr to me? Or is the ichor way to make the nether with hatfasa? That this piece of meat should be asr to to me, like the carbon is also to me. This is a very, very big shmuth. A um, main nafkemin of something's iker or not iker So this is Torah that Hashem will see as we move along. Now, in terms of how it is you make a nether, our Mishnah is going to jump right into it. So really, just a segue from the introduction into the Mishnah. There are two very, very important halachis that govern how you make a nether. One is kinuyin, and the other one is yadoz. So what's a kinuy? And what's a yeah? So the truth is, as it relates to what a kinoi is, it's a machloikis in the Gemara, a machloikis between Rabbi Yochanan and Rish Lakish. Rabbi Yochanan says that a kinoi is simply making a in a language other than Lashen So the assumption is that the language that you didn't speak is Lashen and therefore you daven in Lashen say krishma in Lashen Kodesh, so, so too you would make your netherim in Lashen kinoy is when a person makes a neder, but he doesn't make it by Lashon Kaidish. That's Shittas Rabbi Yechon. Reish Lakish says that a kinoi are Lashon Shabadu lahem Chacham Emli These were words that Chazal dafka wanted Yidin to use when it was that they made Nadarim. Why? So again, this is something that we'll see as we go through the daf and as we'll go through the Kami the so what is a Kinoi? a akinoy is making a and according to a a is using one of the words that Chazal Dafka wanted a Yid to use when it is he makes a nether what's a Yad? a Yad is where a person makes a nether where he says words that you can tell he's thinking nether however he doesn't complete the thing that he needs to say so instead of saying i want this basr to be like a carbon then it's very clear what he wants to say he would say something that is a remist i want this to be like a carbon or i want this to be usser if he does that he's made a yad Meaning, he didn't make a complete nether. What he did was a yad. The says, what's the word yad? Yad is a handle. It's like a kelly has a handle. You lift the kelly. Not by holding the whole kelly necessarily, but by holding the handle. So, so too, a person can make a, a nether by lifting the whole nether. Meaning, by <laughs> saying and expressing every single syllable, or he can simply say the handle and give me enough that I understand what it is that this person is trying to say, that's what we would know as a yad. So if a person makes a nether using a kinoy, is it a nether? The answer is yes. Kol kinadar. It's the first words of the Masakh. If a person makes a nether using a yad, is it going to be a nether? The short answer is yes. The long answer is it depends on what kind of yad it was. Is it yad mechiech? Is it yad Some of the sughis that we're going to learn. So, again, just to very, very briefly summarize what is a nether? A nether is a promise. I promise I'm going to do something. Is that a nether? No. A nether is where a person takes something that's mutter and he says that I want this thing to be. Usher. There's a chefza, there's is If there's no chefza and there's no isser, we're not talking about nadar. So, for example, when somebody says, nedir, I plan on going to to the chasana. It's a shtickle amiratza shkiret because neder by definition means iszerhefza. What iszerhefza are you avoiding when you say, I don't want to say I'm going to the wedding, I'm saying bali neder I'm going to go to the wedding. As if to say you can make a neder on going to a wedding. How would you do that? So it could be in the and the darim as possible, but at first glance, It's not possible because a nether means there's a chetza that is now going to become usr because of what it is that you just said if a person makes a nether, he has to keep the nether. We it say in the Torah? You have to keep the nether. In Parashas Matis it says, and it's, it says, and then in Parashas Kisaitzi it says, So there's multiple saseis and loisa saseis. If a person makes a nether, is any way to get out of the nether? There's a Parashas of Aforas Ndorem, which is something that the Torah goes through pasuk after pasuk after pasuk, literally chapter and verse in the beginning of Parashas Matis. There's also a concept of Hete Ndorem, which is Aforas Ndorem is Aforas Ndorem is how does a person make another? There's two primary ways. Either you say you want this thing to be oser, or you never say the word oser, but you 're it in something else that was already oser. There's something called a kinoy, there's something called a yad. What those are, that's the topic of the first stuff. So on that note, kol kinoye Nadarim. If a person makes a nether, and he makes a nether using a kinoi, so the kinoi of a nether is like a nether, meaning if you make a nether using a kinoi, the nether is going to be chao. The same is true for a kinoi, so if somebody makes kinoi, and he does so using a kinoy the cherem is going to be ha- so what exactly is a cherem so the Ran says there are really two different types of cherem there's a cherem that's a subclass of hektish, there's also a cherem that's very similar to nedarim. we'll see more about what charamim are but for now a cherem is another type of cherem like a neder, like a shfu, like a azirus, where you by saying something are able to create some sort of reality and kinuyeh cherem is called <speaking> the Shavuiz, like Shavuiz. The Naziris, and if somebody makes the Naziris using a kinoy, the Naziris is going to be moving along very quickly in the Mishnah. <speaking> in the <Shavuiz>, if somebody goes over to his friend and he tells him, I want to make a nether between me and you. Mimcha, I want to create some separation, some space between me and you. <speaking in the Shavuiz>, I want you to be distanced from me. These are all the shyness of Nedarim. He didn't speak out, but you could tell he's thinking nether. Then he said, sh'ani oicha sh'ani So the Gemara later in the parak is going to clarify what this means. The Ran speaks it out here. And the Ran says, What he meant to say was like this. Mujrani mimcha. He says that I'm making a nether between me and you. What's the nether gonna be? Shani oichalukhah shanitayiml kha. That I'm not going to eat from you or I'm not going to taste anything from you. Murachakti mim kha. He says Allah Mufrashni Mincha. He says, Mufrashni, I'm going to be separated from you. In what way? Shani Tayyimlucha? Shani Oikhulcha. He says Murachakti Mim In what way? Again, Shani Oichalukhah Shani Tayyim l The bottom line is all these things are asir, they're all going to be asir. Now, why does the Mishnah have to speak these things out? Because really, it's a little bit of a Chiddush that the issa is going to be Chao. The issa that we're talking about is issa Nadarim. And the reason it's a Chiddush is because he wasn't so clear. All he said was, M'drani Mufrashni toyim That's not so clear what he's saying. And this, the Gemara is going to say, is Yad. These are Yadois. And really, what the Mishnah is saying is that Yadois Nadarim are like Nedar. What if somebody says a Lashen of is that a Lashen of Nedar or not? Rebbe Kiva wasn't sure, but he was not that it's going to be l'achma. So the first Mishnah of nedarim it's a little bit cryptic, but really the Mishnah said two very important halachas. The two halachas that we mentioned at the end of the introduction. Kol kinuyeh nedarim kinedarim, the chol yadois nedarim kinedarim, and really, if you look at what the Mishnah just did, is the Mishnah started off by just generally saying that all kinuyeh nedarim are and then it gave examples without ever saying that yadois nedarim like nedarim, but the Mishnah gave examples of yadois nedarim, Durani m'cham, Frashni m'cham, urachni m'cham, etc. etc. So, talking about kol kinuyeh nedarim kinedarim. Now, this opening line of Theacttus Nadarum is also the opening line of another Masacto. Misaktus Nazar. The Nazar begins Kol kin But there's a difference. The difference is, when you learn Masaktus's Nazar, all the time in the Mishnah tells you about is Nazar. It says, Kol kin and we get weiter. But in our Mishnah, it's called Kinuy Nedarim. Okay, we started off with Nedarim, and then we're talking about Charamim and Shvuos and Nazirus. It's a frequent Gemara. Obvious question: Mishnah got me Nazir like Why is it in the beginning the town of the Sechtes The that the Mishnah didn't feel it necessary to teach us the whole Arichos? It didn't talk about Kinuy Nedarim, Kinuye Charamim, Kinuye Shvuos. My Mishnah got Why, by Nedarim, does it say all of their meaning? Just like by Mesechtis nazar, the is Long the nazar. So all it's talking about is Nazir. So how come in Mesechtis Nadarim, we're talking about Nadarim and Haramim and Shmuias and Naziris? Why are we talking about all these different things? <laughs> the reason is because the parish of Neder and the parish of shvuah are mentioned right next to each other. So the Torah juxtaposes, the Torah puts the parish of Nadarim right next to the parish of Shvua. Now being that the two are mentioned together, Tar So we figured, once we're going to Say, call and Nidarm, Kinadarim. Let's already throw in Shvua. Why? Because in the Torah, they're mentioned together. I mean, that they're mentioned together in the Torah, they're going to be mentioned together here as well. They keep in the Tani Tartin. And once we mentioned two examples already where Kinuyim are okay. So we mention the other examples as well. What are the other examples? Haramim and Naziris. So really, the kind of the Mishnah could have only mentioned Dharam because that's really the topic. Of the day, just like in the beginning of Sachdas Nazar, all the mentions is. and Why do we mention the others? Because it made sense poetically to also mention shvua, because ish ki yidai nedel Hashem o the Torah puts them together, so the time of the Mishnah is following the lead of the Torah and therefore is also going to put it together. Once you mention two, we might as well mention everything, and that's why we have a little bit of a lengthier Mishnah, Sachdas Gemara. If the reason that we're mentioning four, is because we wanted to mention Shvua after we mentioned Neder, because the Torah put them together, to listen, if that's the case, then the time the should have listed Kinu Shvua Basa then the Seda of the Mish should have been Kolkinui Nidarim Kididarim and then afterwards Vishvoyz Kishvoy. And then you mention Kharom and Naziris. Meaning the only reason we're even mentioning Kharam and Naziris is because of the fact that we want to mention Shvoy's after nadarim. So mention the dar and shvois and then throw everything on. Why we interrupt the Nidarman Shvoy with Kharaman? So Because I did the Tani Nadharim, the Misachza Allah. Because being that we mention Kolkinui Nadarim, again that's the topic of the Massachusetts, which is is a like we mentioned five times in the Akdamah, right? What is Nedarim? It's an iser cheftza. Zatana So we mentioned charomim, the mitzah which is also an iser So whatever chirim is, we now know it's iser La Lafuke shvuah, as opposed to shvuah, the which is not a cheftza, but rather it's iser gabra. The Gavra now becomes also from the cheftza based on the shvur that he made. So the reason we're putting nether next to charomim. And then only afterwards we're mentioning Shvua, as opposed to Neder next to Shvua, and then afterwards mentioning Haramim, is because Neder and Haramim are fundamentally the same. They're both Issa It doesn't just mean they have a common denominator. They're fundamentally the same. They're very, 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 very similar. In fact, we're going to have to struggle a little bit to figure out what the difference is. But they're so similar. And because they're so similar, therefore we lump them together. Kol kinuyin, ki Then afterwards we'll mention Shvua because of the fact that that's the only reason we're even mentioning everything and then we mention naziris afterwards. Not for now, but there is one grossa aura that the are already by Merrick, but this really goes into major lumbis, not of Nedarim, but more of naziris, and that is, it sounds a little bit from the Gemara that Nazirus is not Iserchefza. Right? So, we know Nedarim is a Charamim, which i just start Gemara, is Iserchefza. Shvua, is a Gavra. What's Naziris? If a person says, Arendi Nazar, is that is a Hefza, or is that is a gavra? There's two ways you can look at it. Is the Kabolas Naziris that? All the things that a Nazar is not allowed to do now become usher. So wine now becomes Osser to the Nazar? is er And another now becomes Osser to the Nazar? is er And there's this iser heftsah of a Besak forest that he's not allowed to walk into. Is nezerus iser heftsah? Or maybe it's a sagaver, like shbuah is a sagaver. The gavra of the Nazar. is not allowed to drink wine, is not to eat another He can't go to the Besak forest, he's not allowed to cut his hair. It's an iser Gavra, or is a Issachefza? Well Hur, at first glance, it would seem from our Gemara that Naziris is gavra, Because if Naziris is Issachefza, then based on the Cheshman of the Gemara, we should have mentioned Nadarim, then Haramim, and then afterwards, we should have mentioned Naziris, and then only afterwards, Shvua. So why did we mention Naziris after Shvua. We're mentioning Haramim next to Why? because they're both Issachefzer. So if, if Naziris is also Issachefzer, then Naziris should have been mentioned right there as well. So why is Naziris first mentioned after Shvua? It sounds like Shvua is gavra, and then afterwards we're going to mention Naziris, which is also gavra. At first glance, it would seem that it's Then The says when you talk about Naziris, there's a third side also. It's Avni Maluim, but there's a third side. And that is that, is, that the Kabbalist Naziris is not creating Issachepzah, it's not creating gavra. What it's doing is, it's creating a Chalois Naziris. When a person says, I read Nazar, what you're doing is, now you're becoming a Nazar. And the Torah is the one that's imposing all the isurim of Naziris on you. Meaning, when a person makes a neder, I'm Assurim the Chepzah. When a person makes a Shvua, I am making gavra. When a person says, I read Nazar, he's not making Issachepzah. Your a rainy nazar doesn't create the So your a rainy nazar makes you a nazar. A nazar has isurei a lot of nafkuminos. But there's three mahalchim how you can learn to this. But at first glance, just from reading the gemara, even daf it sounds a little bit like Nazirus is definitely not an iser chavza. The time that the Mishnah began, the mesecta began with kinuyim. Called kinuyim the door. And then the next part of the mission starts explaining not kinuyim. We're going to explain kinuyim in ten blocks from now. But instead of explaining and what do we explain? We explain all this. Right? For Kasha. So the Mishnah we said is made up of two parts is the Ration and the Seif. The reish is Kinuyim, and the Seif is Yadis. We started off introducing the concept of Kinuyim. Called Kinuyim What is a Kinuy? So we rather quoted the Gemara, Machalikis Rabbi We didn't even mention examples yet of what Kinuyim are. But the Tanil Mishnah never mentioned what the examples of Kinuyim are. What did the Tanil Mishnah mention? Examples of Yadis. It's very funny. That we start off with a halacha related to kinuyan and instead of explaining kinuyan we explain Yadis, that's the first kasha second kasha is v'su and additionally yodas inchi. the time of didn't even mention the fact that yodas Nadara are kinadarim. so we mentioned that kinuyan nadarim are and didn't explain kinuyim. we never mentioned that Yadis nadarim are yet we explain yodas so it's two kashas and for the Gemara you have to say ayri I have to say that really, no, the Tana of the Mishnah did mention Yadis. it didn't mention Yadis. So what does the Gemara do when it finds itself in such a bind? We have no choice, but we have to reconstruct the Mishnah a little bit. Really, the Tana of the Mishnah meant to say two things. and Okay, and at least that explains the second question. Now, what about the... Uh, first question. The first question was that if we started off talking about kinuyim, why didn't we explain kinuyim? Meaning, we're explaining Yadis, which now with the Chesur and Mechshure, the time of the Mishnah did mention, but we're explaining the thing that was mentioned second and not the thing that was mentioned first. So, why did the time of the Mishnah first explain Kinuyim? If Kinuyim was mentioned first, that shouldn't it be explained first. So, the Gemara says, because this is the rule. This is the way the time of the Mishnah operates. That the time of the Mishnah is going to mention two things, so it always explains the second thing first. So, you mention Kinuyim and Darim, then we mention Yadis and Darim. And now we have to explain. Which one are we going to explain first? We, first, we going to explain the others why, because it was mentioned second. And then in the later Mishnah, we're going to ex- mention. we explain Kenui because that was mentioned first. Kidatanan. There's a precedent for this. Bameh Adlikin, Bamei Madlikin. Everyone knows the Mishnah. So Bameh on Shabbos and Bamei Madlikin, Ain Madlikin. and first, the time that the Mishnah explains Ain Madlikin, why? Because it was mentioned second. Bameh Toimnim, That Mishnah is talking about what you're allowed to do at Manah with on Shabbos. It says there's something's yes, there, something's not. And what does it explain first? First, we mention the things that are intimate. Also a Mishnah in Mesech this Shabbos. Certain things that a woman is allowed to wear on Shabbos. Certain things a woman is not allowed to wear on Shabbos, but concerned. Right? She may take it off and she may show it to her friend. Jewelry, for example, in the Times of Chazal. But either way, the Mishnah mentions things that she could wear, things that she can't wear. And it says first, First, we mention the things that the woman is now out of where... So what do you see from here? That that's the Derech of The Daraka HaNamishnah is if you're going to mention two things. First, we explain the second... And then we explain the first. Really? We never explain the first thing first. We always explain the second thing first. Here comes a bunch of Mishnahs. It discusses different people, that Yarshin, that could be manchol. And after it mentions the list, it explains. And which does it explain first? The first. Yesh Noichon Manchilin is the first. And the Elu Noichon Manchilin is the first one that we explain. Yesh the by far the hardest of all these Mishnahis that we mentioned here on this Amid, but there are certain women that are ased to the yavam, but to the husband, and vice versa. And then when we come to explain it, the Tanah Mishnah explained the first one first. There are certain menachis that required shemen, oil, and lavvayna. Shemen, v'leiv some shemen and no lavvayna. The elutun and And then the Tanah Mishnah explained first the one that needed shemen lavvayna again, the first one. Yeish is Certain carbonists that need hagasha to the They but don't require. Tanufa Tenufa v'le Agasha, and which one is explained first? The first one, the Elut Tuna is Yesh bechar nachla. Mishnah bechayrus. There's an example of someone that's a bechar for Yerushal, the in but he's not considered a bechar regarding the laws of pidyon haben. Bechar le you could be a bechar for a coin, the in bechar nachla. So again, the Mishnah mentions a bunch of examples, and which one does it explain first? Ve'izel bechar le nachla. We go back to the first one, the in bechar Bottom line is, straight to Gemara. How could you tell me that the reason we mention all this before Kinyum is that's always the tirch the Tana? We always mention the last one first. I just showed you a whole bunch of Ishnayas where it's not like that. So the Gemara says like this. You're right. We have a sh'tikl sti right here. This is the rule. Halane mishum da afshale mefarish ahud a pasach wherever the time of the Mishnah mentions two things, so we always mention the second one first. However, if the time of the Mishnah is going to mention a bunch of things, all the Mishnahis that we mention, where the time of the Mishnah explained the first one first, mentioned four different categories. So if we're going to mention many, absolutely, there's going to be a bunch, like four, that's the number in our suya. so over there we're always going to explain the first one first. If, however, it's going to be two, then we're going to explain the second one first. How does that answer Akasha? Because our Mishnah mentioned really one, but when Achsurim Machshavach Hiktani mentioned. Two imagine and also So if it's two, oh, so then we have a precedent. So being that this is two, it falls into the category of examples. where well, We are going to mention the second one first, and that's why we mentioned the second one first. But the Gemara says it doesn't stem You know why? Because there's another parik in Mesach the Shabbos called parik ba me things that a behemah is allowed to wear on Shabbos, things that a behemoth is not allowed to wear on Shabbos. And there, the loyapshna, it only mentions two things, not four. Victani, and which one is explained first? The first one, yoytza We go back to the first one. So what do you see from here? That even if it's loyapshna, even if it's only two, still, we'll explain the first one first. The Gemara says, You're right. Elo, you have to answer the question and you have to say, Lavdafka. This whole thing is Lavdafka, meaning there is no Seder, there's no Cheshman, there's no methodology. Zimna the Pasak Sometimes the Tanad Mishnah explains what it started with first, and Zimna, the And sometimes it explains the thing that it mentioned last verse. So again, you have a kasha that the Mishnah mentioned two is called Kinuyin Nidarn Kinadarim and Yadais Nidarn Kinadarim. And which one did it explain first? Yadis, the only one it explained for now. The Kinuyin, we're not going to explain until the later Mishnah so what's the kasha why are you explaining the second one first what's the answer the answer is because sometimes that's the way the timer does it the have a whole bunch of mishnayas that that's the way it is and really it's impossible to come up with a cheshman of why sometimes it does this and sometimes it does that must be it. the chazal were able to do whatever they wanted to do they had full rights to just pick and choose the way they want to the daini. right so they're able to do however they want to do it so they could do it however they want and as a result in our mission, they decided to explain yad this before they explained the kinuyim do- it's not a kasha because sometimes that's what the Tana does. For you, same, or you could say a different shad. You could say as it relates to Yaddois, Aidi Da Midrasha. Being that Yaddois Nidarim Kinadarim is learnt out from Midrasha. Now, what the Drasha is, we're going to have to wait for Daf But we're going to have to wait a few lines the next stop so being that it's learned out Midrasha so therefore the Tana decided to explain it first and this is based on a rule that you find in Gemara's and that is whatever the Tana learned from Midrasha was usually more chaviva to him and because it was more chaviva by him so therefore he was so excited he wanted to say it first and therefore he mentioned first Yadis because Yadis is something that's learned out Midrasha Kinuyim as we'll see is not learned out Midrasha so Yados is learned from midrasha. Kinuyim is not learned from midrasha, and there's a certain khavivas for Yados because it's learned from midrasha, and that's why yadis was mentioned first. Faith to Gemara that if Yados is so chaviv to the Tana, that's why he explained it first. And why is it so chaviv to the Tana? Because it's learned from midrasha. So why do not you start with Yadis? Why doesn't the parak start, kol yadais nedarim Kinadar? Why does it start, kol kinuyin Nadar and then mention yaddis? The should have started with kol yaddis nedarim. The should have started with yaddis. So the gemara says, the now, the Tana wanted to start with Kinuyim because Kinuyim is the Erasa. And then afterwards, it explained Yadis to Asian Le Midrasha. Meaning, as much as there is an Indian, of starting with something that's learned out midrasha because it's chavivole, but at the same time, there's also something to be said about starting with something that's midairaisa. And being that kinuyim is midairaisa, so the time that the Mishnah felt that it wanted to start with something that's midairaisa, it's for that reason he started with kinuyim. So we start off the mesachta with a dindairaisa, that's kinuyim. And then when it comes time to be mefarish, so we're not mefarish the kinuyim first, we mefarish the yadis first. Why we mefarish the yadis first? Because it's something that's learned out midrasha. Now it sounds a little bit from this Gemara as if Yodhis is not a Dindai Raisa more about yadis and tomorrow's stuff. But, the Ran speaks out that of course it's not true. Avadi Yadis is a Dinday raisa, just like Kinuyim is a Dinday Raysa. What do we mean? What we mean is is that Kinuyim is more me'furish than yadis. Yodis is something that's learned out from Idrash. And because it's learned out from Idrash, our Gemara refers to it as if it's not Daira We're going to get to that. But the point is is that it's for that reason we start off with what's more me'furish, that's miday Raysa and then afterwards we explain that's mochavid, which is the, yeah, this says the Gemara this all works. That's all good. According to the Amar, who we briefly mentioned in the introduction, it's Rabbi Yechonon Chita, who holds that Kinuyim is Lashon Nachim. What does it mean, Kinuyim Nedarim? You're making a regular Nedah, you're just not saying it in Lashon Kaidish. So, according to Rabbi Eichon, the whole concept of a Kinuyim is just a regular Dindai Raisa. It's a Parsh it's not based on any drushes. There's very little rabbinic intervention in this Salachah. It's just basically that you don't have to make an Nether in Lush and Khadish. It's a kidish, why you would even think that you have to make a lush a nether in Lash and Khadish. But according to the mandama that holds, that a nether is or a kino is a lush in and Khachamlias Natherby, my igal Why? How does this all work? Meaning watchware. Because if the kino isn't a lush in Shabbadulaheman, it wouldn't seem to be more poshit than Yadis. Because if, if these are words that Chazal Dafka wanted a yid to use when he makes a neder, it's not a furish anywhere. It's something that very much required rabbinic intervention. And if that's the case, it feels very similar to yadis. Meaning, yadis is Dairaisa, Kinoyim is Dairaisa. needs Drasha, Kinoyim is also somewhat based on Drasha. So the Gemara is saying that this Mahalach that we started with kinuyim because kinuyim is like mamish mafurish when the the other is because it's asim majorsh it's chavivalei that's all good if your old kinuyim is lashenochremeh because a kinuy is mamish regular there albeit the l'shainus which is not a problem anyways as opposed to a yad which is a whole but if kinuyim also also lashen shabadulam chachamim lias neidir boy that is not Mufurish in the Torah anywhere. That seems to be something that the Rabbanon knew from somewhere. You would think it's Chavivalohu, which would then mean that this whole Shlokot Torah wouldn't really work. But the Gemara says, I hear, yeah, it's a very, very good point. And according to Reish this whole Eitzah that we just said doesn't work so well. Okay, so how are we going to go back and explain everything? So the Gemara says, very simple. Meek Tani, Yadis. Let's go back to the Mishnah. I mean, what was the Kasha? The Kasha is, Pasach Pekinu, Yer Mufurish, Yadis, now, the truth is, there was another kasha of the Gemara. It didn't even mention Yadis. So what did we do? We made a chesurim mechsur Valkiktani. We plugged it in somehow. But it wasn't mentioned anywhere before in the Mishnah. How did we retrofit it into the Mishnah? With chesurim mechsur. It says the Gemara Didn't you anyways end up putting it into the Mishnah? nafi. So once you're putting it in the Mishnah, you might as well put it wherever you want to put it. The Tanians, you should write like this. Yadis, Tani Yadis, have Yadis it. Kol Yadis nadarim the following are examples of Yadus by the way this is the first time we saw what exactly a Kinu is quoting a Mishnah later we'll get back to that but the bottom line is that as it relates to this whole Kasha I don't even know if the Kasha is such a Kasha because being that we're anyways making a Chisurim Mech to get Yadus into the Mishnah so once we make a Chisurim Mech you might as well put it wherever you want to put it so again the Mishnah was a very very straightforward Mishnah Kol Kinnuyei Nedarim the Nidorim the, halacha the that we need is called Kinuyim, Then the Mishnah went and told me the halacha of Yadays, examples of Yadays. So, really, the Mishnah mentioned the halacha of Kinuyim and it mentioned the halacha of Yadays. Today's daf was very, very just Pshat understanding the Tan of the Mishnah. Because the Tan of the Mishnah gave me the rule of Kinuyim and then gave me examples of yada's. You would think for the Mishnah to be a little more smooth, the Mishnah would have told me the halach of kinuyim and explained kinuyim or told me the halach of and explained yadis. It's just very funny that you tell me the halach of kinuyim and you're not explaining kinuyim. What you're explaining is yadis, right? That's one kasha. If you want to break up the kasha into its components, you're talking to me about kinuyim and I'm explaining kinuyim. And you didn't talk about Yadis and you explained Yadis. So really, the 8th of the Gemara is to make a chsure and of The 8th is you have to say there's no other way to read the Mishnah. That the Mishnah must have meant kol Yadis kol yodis nedarem as well. And for sure the Mishnah is not only talking about kinuim, but rather the Mishnah is also talking about Yadis. Okay, where do you place Yadis? It sounds like the time of the Mishnah would prefer to place it after Kinuyim. Kol Kinuyim nedarem kenadarem, and then afterwards the Yadis nedarem kenadarem. And the time of the Mishnah, the Gemara still had a problem with that. Because if that's the case, if that's what the chesurim is, then why would you tell me first Kinuyim and then explain first, Yadis. If you're going to tell me K'nuyim first, explain K'nuyim first. If you're going to tell me Yadis first, explain Yadis first. So, meaning, we have Yadis and the Mishnah, but still the order is not so gishmak. And for that, the Gemara really said one of three things. Either you have to say that sometimes the Tana Mishnah does that. Meaning sometimes the Mishnah is going to mention two things, and it's going to explain the first thing first. Sometimes the Tana Mishnah is going to mention two things, and it's going to explain the second thing first. Or the Gemara said, could be, there's a whole shot to this. Once we Get a better understanding of what Kinuyim and Yadis saw, you'll understand where the time of the Mishnah was coming from. He was Pasach B'Kinuyim because Kinuyim is Deirais, so that's Mumma But he was Mefarish Yodas first because it's Asya Midrasha and it's Chavivale. Another ace the Gemara said was, and the Gemara was forced to say it in Laka Sheshita the way he understands Kinuyim, and that is that really the Chesurim Mechzeb Achitani does not place kol- yodais nadarim after kol kinuye nadarim, but rather it places it before kol kinuye nadarim kinadarim. so we start off Yodis nadarim kinadarim then we mention kinuye nadarim kinadarim then we explain yodais and then everything is perfect we start with yodais we explain yodais first it answers all the caches, and if that's the case everything is going to be first the rant speaks out in the course of the sugya that why did the time of the Mishnah feel reluctant to put kol Yodis nadarim before kol kinuye nadarim kinadarim. Meaning, at the end of the Gemara, the Gemara says, "No, it's anyways a chesurim mechzav of So just put it in the beginning. But really, we could have avoided a whole Amid Gemara had we just gone that way Khatila. So why don't we just put it there right away? So the Ran says that the reason Tana Mishnah didn't want to do that is because the Tana, the Mishnah felt the, the reason Gemara didn't want to do that is because the Gemara felt the that this concept of having a chesurim mechzav is not something that. You would expect to find in the beginning of a mesecta. I you're literally starting a mesecta with the wrong words, right? According to that third pshat in the sugya, really the mesecta doesn't begin kol kinu in a darim kin darim, right? Mamish, right at the beginning there's an asterisk, there's a chesure mechzevachitani, and really the way it's supposed to start is not kol kinu in the darim but really kol yadis in the kin No, to have a chesure mechzevachitani is memelo, but to have a chesure mechzevachitani right at the beginning of the mesecta, that's already pushing it. Why? So we'd rather have a raid bite from seven and a half years ago that will be posted. Maybe on Daf we'll talk about it, but just to really go back to the introduction and just end with one Mahshava as it relates to Masechtas Nedarim. Short Dafim, by the way. But just to go back, and that is the Shiva Rabbaran Kotler Zatzal in his Hakdama to Mishnas Rabaran on Misaktis Nedarim. So he has a Hakdama, a very fiery Hakdama, the Inyone Mahshava. And the name of the Hakdama is Kedushas HaDibor. And he says that from Masechtis Nedarim, and really shvoos and Hektish, and aziris and Charamin, what you see is the power of speech. You see what Koyuch HaDibor is. Meaning, if you think about it, a person has the ability with his Dibor to make something that would otherwise be Mutter Aser. Right? Hagaba Atzmecha. What makes something Aser? Awesome? The Torah says so. So if the Torah says something is Asr, that means that that thing is now going to be Asr. The fact that a person with his dibur would have an ability to make something Asr in the same vein that the Torah made something Asr is really a, a very, very big Chodesh. You can create Iser just like the Torah created Iser, but you see what Kayach is. That a person with his Debor has the ability literally to create a metsias of Iser. To make something that would otherwise be mutter asr, or something that would otherwise be a voluntary, arbitrary act, all of a sudden you have a chi, this is something that you have a responsibility to do. And how is that even possible? So, Aaron was masber. it's based on a possek in Parashis Bereshus. The possek says, When Hashem created Adam, Yitzer Hashem Alekim as Adam, Ophimina Adama, Vayyipach Baap of Nishmas Chayim, Vayyiya Adam Nefesh Chayim. So, Baruch Hu blew into. Man on nishmas and then adam became a nefesh ch'ayah. Says the uncle is, what does it mean that man became a nefesh ch'ayah. The nefesh means he developed the koyichadibor. Where does the koyichadibor come from? It comes from vayipach ba'apu of nishmas chayim. The koyichadibor comes from the neshama. The neshama is a double ruachni. Koyichadibor comes from the ruchnius of a manch. A person was created off of an Adama. But at the same time, we have a neshama. The aver of dibur is the neshama. And the neshama is an aver ruchni. And because it's an aver ruchni, it has supernatural powers. It's a weapon of mass destruction. And construction, and it has an incredible, incredible koyach. And through your koyach hadibur, you actually have an ability to create isurim. You create nadarim You can make something hektish You can make something a, a shvuah. You can create naziris. This is something you have an ability to do with your koyach hadibur. And it's simply based on the fact that koyach hadibur is a, a koyach ruchni It comes from a yipach ba'apav Nishmaschaim. So you do what the Zohar Kodesh says: man de'nofach midilei nofach. Then when the was yipach so it was midilei nofach. Whatever exactly that means, it's above our pay grade. But the way it's usually understood is, is that a person has a cheluk and, alikah, and that's the khadibur. So the khadibur really is a alikah. So it's understood why the is something that would have the ability to go ahead and create isurim, and it's something that you, tank could do with this Eva Ruchni that you have, with your khadibur. So you do it, in the beginning of a sefer Shmir Saloshin, it's in Shara S'chira It's mamish right in the beginning. It's literally daf in sefer Shmir Saloshin. So the Chavetz Chaim talks about this Indian. He says that you find that Elu. And there's a whole list of mitzvahs. And then the Salmut Torah is Kulam. So we you know from all the mitzvahs I say, Salmut Torah is Kulam. There's a Lois I say on the other side of the scale that's also Kenegat Kulam. And what's the Lois I say? The Lois I say is Lashon Har, which by the way means it's more because there's 248 assays, there's 365 Lois I say. So Talmud Torah is all the assays, but Lashon Har is Kenegat all the Lois I a lot more Isurim. But the bottom line is, is that you find that the mitzvah of is shakul connected all the mitzvahs, and you find that the isra of lashon hara is shakul connected all these rooms. He says, "What's the pshat? Why is it that Talmud, Torah and lashon hara dafka? These are the two mitzvahs that you find are connected kulam." Chaim says this in I'll just read a few lines inside. That time, all mitzvahs he they all involve They all involve go to Mitzvah tzitzis. The Tzitzes the only way to be in the kind of Mitzvah Tzitzes is if you're wearing a baget a baget is a Gashmias, the Gazakh. All Mitzvahs involve your Guf. Which, by definition, is Gashmias. Loiking king mita Torah of zoktchav, it's chayim li is different. Sheinyanoi talui b'koyach hadibor. The whole Indian is koyach hadibor. Shu koyach poshit ruchni b'ulvat. Koyach hadibor is a koyach ruchni. Vilokach pu losoi shnepoyo lemailo noyra It's for that reason that the koyach, that the puulo, that what the dibor does lemailo is noyra admaoy. Vaalchem kedushas talmatoira, the same is true on the destructive side. Any ever that a person doesn't have with, Because these they don't have the ability to reach so high. But is different. The whole air is done with so says the Chafetz Chaim that being that Talmud Torah is done with your path and being that Loshen horah is done with your path that so these two in Yonim, are done with the Ever Ruchni and Ever Ruchni has an ability to be poyol in places that an Ever Gashmi doesn't have the ability to be poyol in and it's for that reason that when it comes to these two mitzvahs you find this concept of of kulam Talmud Torah on the side of the mitzvah and as it relates to it's going to be lush and hara. That shtickle, Rebaran says, that that's what you find that, says we know that Teresh Bapeh wasn't allowed to be written. This is one of the great questions that everyone always asks, the why isn't it that Teresh Bapeh was not allowed to be written. The Maral, and there's so many different in trying to understand it. And Rabaran, in this Hakdom, he says something unbelievable. He says, because the Ebesh wanted that the way Torah should be learned is through Debor. It should be transmitted from a Rebbe to a Talmud between two Chavrusas, that this is the way the Torah was going to go over. Because if it's going to go through the Koyach Ad so now it's tapping into the Eva Ruchni. It's the Ruach Mimalala. And by doing that, now you're going to have a Shaykhist to that. And says Reb that's why they the Torah was not supposed to be written down. Because if it would be written down, you'd be reading it. And if you're reading something, you don't have the Koyach Ad You have the Mitzvah of Talmud Torah. But the Mitzvah of Talmud Torah, that's Like Chavetz Chaim says That's something you only have That's something you only get to If there's Dibor So it's for that reason The idea was There should be Dibor Rabbanan says That the truth is That you can't talk to yourself Right? so you need someone to talk to and Reb Aaron says that when a person talks and learning and someone else listens to them talking and learning the Shemeya is a shutif in the Debor of Torah as well he says Shemeya Ka'ino we have a about on this is the Shemeya Ka'ino when it comes to Talmud Torah but the truth is Reb Aaron says in the Furish the Shiva Zatzah he says Avada this but the Oymek is is that you can't talk to nobody so really the Hefts of the Debor is you're talking to somebody and there's a Shemeya so between the Medabra and the and that was the of Torah. Teresh Shabapet was supposed to go with Dibur because if it goes with Dibur, he says it's going to be on a whole different Ramah. He says that's Bshanim the Shittas on the We know the Mechaber holds. Hamaharib bedivrei Taira ain't tsarich If someone's Maharib bedivrei Taira you don't have to make Berchusah Taira. If you speak and learn, you make Berchusah Taira. But if you mahar bedivrei taira ain't tsarich fake the guy in. He says I don't understand. You mean to tell me there's no mitzvah to be mahar of the Torah? There's a mitzvah to trachten and learn. So how could you tell me that mahar of the taira is ain't tzarich levarik? So i Aaron that avad is a mitzvah, but the iker birchasa ta'ira is on the ikir tyra, the, uh, the ikr oifin of learning tyra, and that is through dibur when you're tapping into the ruach mamalala, That's when you have the ikr k'ayacha dibur. But either way, the takeaway, the takeaway of mesachtes nadarim is this inyan, it's this indian of. Of koyachadivor, there's a concept of a, of a koyachadivor. Words matter. You, a person can be bainu mahrib with words. Emes says the asarim nivra The world was created with Hashem shamayim nasa. It was created with words. And really, the uh, the of Reb Aaron. I mean Mishra Baran is a Lom Sefer but the Hakdamah to Mishra Baran this is the Lom D'Sha Mishra Baran right, and the Hakdamah to Mishra Baran is, is mamish this Indian it's the Kedushas Adibor it's the Koyich Adibor just be Messiah with a word from the Chida the Chida says in the Sefer it's in the beginning of Parashas Matas the passing says mi so says the Chida he says, Lo Yachal A person should be careful not to make his words chulen. He shouldn't speak Lash Haro. He should be nize from Nivope. He should understand. He should deher Kedusha Sadibur. He says a person should be very careful. He should realize what Kai Khadibur is. And he says, a person that's Mekaiam Lo Yakh Devaroy. He said he'll be zoycha that kechala yotze mi anything that's going to come out of his mouth is going to be neskayim. his tefils will be answered. He said a person in order to daven when you learn he said the more rain your mouth is the more it has so lo yachal dvare. This is the background of the whole mesachtes nedarim lo yachal if a person is nizrin, in k'tushas adibur rebairin zaktomet to mesachtes nedarim there's a havtacha there's a matzchar b'tzida the matzchar b'tzida is kechala yotze mi piviase listen to his lashing. he says us is the Abish is going to do whatever you say, all your will be answered. I don't know why he says this. But even if you don't, in, you can have a kayach that everything that comes out of your mouth will be in the sky. So a person can tap into the magreig of Reb Chanan and The more a person's nizer and lo yachol devaray, the more he be zoicha to to kechol a Either way, Bas Hashem, a new and and uh, we'll stop here.